Welcome to Believe Right, the weekly radio ministry of Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosic, originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA. Thank you for joining us as we look into the anointed Word of God and learn how it applies to our lives today. Jesus is alive and is healing, blessing, delivering, and changing lives all through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. So, uh, when you become a Christian, you know, God definitely helps you and you start. So, because my life improves, this is the biggest mistake you can ever make. I'm okay. No, you weren't any more okay than you ever were. It's just you're on the journey and you're starting to have a measure of success. That's all. Without the blood of Jesus, you still don't have it. You're still guilty of something. It's just God loves you so much, He begins to increase you. And, and you have to be aware that just because you were getting blessed, it's, it's not okay. It's a setup and a trap to make you passive. Revelation 3.15 says that, you know, he says, uh, it's, it says, I know thy works, thou art neither hot or cold. I would that you'd pick a side. In other words, I quote it my own way. Because thou art lukewarm and neither hot or cold, I will spit thee out of my mouth. Because thou says, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing. And knowest not that thou art wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. The funny thing about that's why the Bible says riches are deceptive, and you know I believe you should have money. I am not preaching poverty, so don't you, don't you say I, I said that. But it's deceptive in what it does to you emotionally, and it's deceptive in what it does to your head. Because everybody becomes satisfied at a different level, and you use the Bible says prosperity ruins a fool. You know, the fool says in his heart there's no God. Money can make you satisfied, but it doesn't make you successful. A lot of people have money, that, but they're not successful people. Dr. Summer always said, success is obedience without compromise. That's what he considered success, obedience without compromise. Now, uh, when you become satisfied with yourself, you're no longer hungry. true, isn't it? You ever eat till you're satisfied you're not hungry no more, right? So it is with healing. Uh, we tolerate sicknesses because we, they don't kill us, so we live with them. We become passive about things in our body that are not working right. And we don't speak to them. We don't look up scriptures for them. We don't curse them and command them to die. I say this all the time. I command all those cells to die in Jesus' name and that my healthy cells live in Jesus' name, I thank you, God, my tissue is being renewed every day. I thank you, God, that blood flows to every corner of my body, God. There's no departments that the cleansing blood does not touch my body and remove sickness and disease. In the name of Jesus, my body naturally processes. I do not need chemicals, God, because you designed my body to be healed and whole. In Jesus' name, God, talk to me about what I eat. Teach me what I don't know. 
so that I can put the right fuel in my skin, God, so it will be healthy in the name of Jesus. I thank you that I starve everything in my body that's not right, and I feed everything in my body that is right in the name of Jesus. Now, you know that's how you got to talk? Sometimes we just don't learn it till we have a crisis, and then we decide we're going to go learn healing. You know, it's not a good time to learn it is when you're in it. You need to study it before you need it. And just to those of you who think that, you know, healing might not be important to you yet, if you study healing, you learn faith principles, and it changes every other area of your life. So while you're studying healing, you're learning about money, you're learning about health, you're learning about success, you're learning about all kinds of things because faith covers such a gamut of things in your life. Whatever area you don't read in the Bible, uh, the world will give you a definition. If you don't read the Bible on healing, you're going to love it, love, laugh at this. I can't remember the, any of the medicines right now. Uh, this is the medicine you should buy. Consult your doctor, and these are the side effects right here. It's on TV all the time. They're educating you all the time. And you have to put in something else because they're putting in something all the time. You know, somebody will tell you, well, I did this and I got that, and then the commercial comes on, and then Uncle Fred died of that, and they've been like that all their life. You know, that you're fed all this stuff all the time. You have to put in God's word to push all that out. Those commercials amazed me. I thought, who paid for this? Who's making money on this? Because now we've got people self-medicating. You used to you had to go to a doctor. Now you go in and tell the doctor what chemicals you want, and he gives them to you. I'm sorry to say it. I watched it happen. Sat in the doctor's office and I'm looking. It's my own family, my own mom, to be honest with you. And I'm thinking, my sister, I have no authority there. You know, you, sometimes you don't have no authority because your siblings, tell me if you had that happen, your siblings run something and you don't have any say. It's not a slam, it's just the truth. I agreed to it anyhow, so. And I'm watching this doctor and I'm thinking, I'm going to knock you out. My mother's telling you what to do and you're doing it. What kind of man are you? You understand, for me, that's really hard. I'm saying, what kind of man are you? It's all about marketing. See, all that goes on, and that all concerns your health. You have to decide what you're going to believe. We sing a song, whose report will you believe? I believe the report of the Lord. But you have to know the report of the Lord to believe the report of the Lord. How can they hear without a preacher? How can they preach unless they're sent? That's why we need admissions money, because we're sent. Amen? Different topic, but that's the whole point. That's how you send them. Smith Wigglesworth, I just quoted this, but it'll mean more today. He saw this day when he was alive, and he cried over this day. He says, people will go to physicians before they go to doctors, and they will not seek God for healing soon. He wept over it, but he had great power with God. God is moved by faith, and without faith, it is impossible to please God. You cannot have victory when you are living in the five physical sense realm. It's just that they don't, they, don't, they don't connect. You need another source of information besides your five physical senses to have victory over spiritual problems. Now, you can make yourself sick by eating bad, but there are, I, I believe that, but I also believe there's demonic powers that try to make you sick to kill you, especially if God's got something for you to do. 
So how do you get rid of a devil with a medicine? Now, I'm not telling you I'll take medicine. Don't misquote me. But how do you, what drug do you take to cast out a devil? That's right. There isn't a drug. It's a spiritual fight. So how are you going to do it all in the natural and win? Do I think you should eat right? Yes, I think you should do both. If you have to, you go to the doctor. But, but it's just, when it's demonic, the doctor can't rid of your, get rid of your devil. He can only make a space for him by altering your body. And he lodges himself in there. You know, uh, what you believe, it says Jesus could not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. You can shut down God. You realize God designed this, that he doesn't have authority over your will because he set the rules up that way. And if he took authority over your will, he would be violating his word and he won't do it. You have a free will. God's compassionate. Matthew 9. This, if this isn't where you're at right now, pigeonhole it. You save money, don't you, for the future, right? Save some word. Get your, 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 they have a seed vault somewhere in the world. I'm telling you, fill your seed vault this morning. <laughs> fill that baby with seed for your future. The word's more precious than the money you save. It'll produce the money that you need. 936. But when he saw their multitudes, he was moved with compassion. Jesus is compassionate, isn't he? Because they fainted, were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Now this is just a little side, side note, people. Then saith he unto his disciples, the harvest is truly plenteous, but the laborers are few. There's no shortage of work to do. There's no shortage of people to pray for, no shortage of people to witness to. And you notice he didn't said he never he didn't say you got to convince them to obey God. He said pray that the Lord of the harvest said laborers. I I used to think I could talk people into wanting to do something for God until I wore myself out. And I realized the only thing that how can they can do is pray that they understand God so they'll do something for him. You can't motivate anybody to do something for God. Because then they'll do it for you and they'll hate you for it anyway. Pray ye for that the Lord of the harvest, that he will send laborers into the harvest. In other words, there's plenty of work to do. Now you say, why is that important? Because Jesus was even limited. The Son of God incarnate couldn't do all the work because there was too much work to do. He said, the work is so great, there's not enough laborers to do the work. And I'm limited too, because see, when Jesus came, he was humanity and divinity. But he did not use his divinity to do anything, because if he did, then you couldn't do it. And he could never say, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Because he had to do it the way he told you so it could be done and modeled. If he did it any other way, it would have been illegal. He'd have been hypocritical. If he'd have told you to do something that he used his godly powers to do, then you couldn't do it. Do you ever think about that? It would be cheating. 
he would have been a cheat. He had to tell you to do it the way he did it. The word built faith. He believed the word. And it worked. He says, now you go in my name and do it. So there's plenty of work to do. He said, pray for laborers to do this. Hmm. Because he was a man, even though he was God, he had to operate like us so we could operate like him. It would have been unfair for him to tell us to do something that we couldn't do. Right? Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich pray that you have been blessed by this week's Believe Right broadcast. Chapter 14 and verse 6 from the book of John in God's Word tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father by any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that He truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can log on to our website at www.believeright.tv. There you can listen to older radio broadcasts and view our weekly television broadcast, along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosich, Pastor Rena Perosich, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word, which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.